All right. Welcome, everybody, to Positive Impact with Andrew Schultz today. My guest is my man, Jay Nixon, coming to you strong from Palm Desert, California. What is up, Jay? Hey, hey, brother. Happy to be here, man. I am having a beautiful week. As you know, Wednesday was my birthday. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Appreciate you. 44 and loving life. Can't, could not ask for more, man. Well, let me just tell you, first off, your hair, dude, uh, it keeps getting better and better with age. It's like a fine wine, bro. I, I'm not going to disagree with that because it would be stupid. Um, <laughs> got a haircut yesterday, so I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Listen, dude, I'm telling you, the week is being beautiful. Wednesday, birthday, Thursday, haircut. Tomorrow, I'm doing a new photo shoot for Lululemon. We'll get into that a little bit um, later, like how you, know, you and I know each other. But I'm having a strong week, my man. Nice. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm looking out my window in Cardiff, California, and it is 72 degrees. There's not a cloud in the sky. Love it. Um, by the beach, cool yeah. ocean breeze. Um, life is good, brother. Well, you know how Palm Desert is, man. Winter has set in. It was, I think, 91 today, maybe 89. So winter's officially here. Everybody's got Ugg boots on. I saw a couple of jackets. So, you know, when you come back to town, make sure you're appropriately dressed. <laughs> All right. I love it. Well, speaking of Lululemon, it's a great segue to get this party started. And just, um, Jay, to set the intention of what I want to accomplish on this podcast. Um, I want at the end of this podcast for people to have a takeaway or two practical tools that they can apply in their everyday life to become the best version of themselves. Simple tools that they can apply that you and I can hopefully flesh out and share with the, the audience that they can apply in their own life. Easy. We're going to give them more than that, man. Well, that's what I like. So yeah, I'm going to uh, over deliver. And, and the, the, the premise of this podcast is each week bringing people, um, stories of people throughout the country who are making a positive impact in their communities. Um, and you are making a huge impact, not only in Palm Desert, but around the country. So I just wanted to first off say thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy dude. I'm um, never too busy for to do something cool like this, man. I mean, this is really my, my, my passion is to help people. You know that. So anything that I can do that is going to give, like you said, one person, one tool that might give them the direction they need or they're seeking um, to live their best life. Like I'm down, like I'm all about it. And I just want to go ahead and say this up front. Um, I'm probably going to be a regular recurring guest. So let's just get you, let's get used to this voice. Let's get used to this energy. Cause um, if you don't ask me back, I mean, I'm going to ask myself back. So I wouldn't have it any other way. And okay. speaking of, uh, when am I going to be on your podcast again? Soon, my man. I got to have you on my podcast to talk about this podcast. Yeah. It's just how it works. It, it's, it's cyclical. We got to go round and round. All right. So I met Jay uh, a year and a half ago, February 2017. Um, I was working at Lululemon in Palm Desert. Um, we asked Jay to be our Lululemon ambassador. And that's when the uh, bromance started between you and I. And um, shortly after bringing you on as an ambassador, I became a member of your Thrive Forever Fit program, which I am still a member of your program. And I've been with you ever since February. So it's been a year and a half now, huh? Dude, it's been an amazing year and a half. Like your transformation from the day that, you know, we met, I believe we were having coffee and, um, you know, you've asked me to be a Lululemon ambassador, but, you know, we kind of grew our relationship from that point. But ever since that day until, I mean, we're talking today, like your growth has been 
unbelievable, exponential, and amazing um, because you're a dude who just takes action. And I think the word positive impact, like what your, your podcast title is, is the perfect, you know, is the, it's perfect for you because not only are you having a positive impact on the world, you made first the decision to have a positive impact on your own life. And I want to be clear that you can't do anything for anybody else unless you're willing to step up to the plate and do something for yourself first. And my man, that's what you did. And now that's just translated into all this other magic. So, you know, hats off and kudos to you for doing that. Well, I, I appreciate that. And uh, for those of pe the people that don't know, um, where I was four years ago to where I am today, um, Jay, as you know, you know, my identity used to be wrapped up in what I did. So it was sports growing up for a living. And then when I lost sports, I, my identity was wrapped up in my corporate job in what I did for a living. It was all external. And, you know, about 2012, when, um, you know, things started to get tough, I didn't have the tools uh, to get through those challenges because my identity was wrapped up in something external. And as we all know, if it's external, it can be taken away. And when it's taken away, you know, for me, I lost the sense of who I was. And, um, you know, fast forward to here, here I am, 2018, uh, with a renewed sense of purpose, um, it's just, um, you know, that internal bliss, that contentment, the joy, the peace that I've had ever since I started working with you a year and a half ago because of the things that you've helped me implement that I want to talk about, you know, on this call. And, you know, I remember sitting at Bristol Farms back in June 2017, and you and I were going over some 90-day outcomes that you have us do. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know really my purpose. I knew there was something bigger than, than what I was doing. Um, but I remember I, I showed you a yellow scratch piece of paper and it was just, let, a let, let's be clear. It was a legal pad with about seven pages filled out. It wasn't a, you make it sound like it was like a post-it note. It's just seven <laughs> pages of a legal, let's be honest here. It was seven pages of a legal pad document. I thought I was about to read a script. <laughs> like I thought you and I were going into the movie business when you handed me this thing. So let's be honest. It was big. <laughs> so I, I, I push it over to the table to you for you to read. Mm -hmm. And that was the start of, you know, moving to San Diego four months later that you helped me flush out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, live by the beach, work at Lululemon in La Jolla, teach yoga at yoga six, um, do all the things that I'm doing now that was in that yellow legal piece of paper. Yeah. So talk to me about how, what you saw in that conversation and how you helped flush me out to, so the guests can understand kind of what that looks like. Yeah, for sure. So what, what Andrew's talking about like with the 90 day outcome is so oftentimes we get ourselves in these scenarios of like, what am I going to be doing next year? What am I going to do in five years? What am I going to do in 10 years? And when most people don't know what they're going to do tomorrow, and so what we do is we just kind of set up our structure of what we want to get out of life and we break that down into 90-day outcomes. And so I won't go too deep into the weeds, but we set our structure up in four different buckets. We set that up in a, a spirituality bucket and that's whatever that means to you. If you're an ultra-religious person, that's your religion. If you're a Buddhist, that's Buddhism. If you're someone who just believes in the universe, whatever it is, there's no right or wrong thing to put in your spirituality bucket. The second bucket is your relationship bucket. So that's a relationship with your friends, family, yourself, everything. The third bucket is your work or your money. 
And the last bucket is going to be your health and your fitness. And so what I do is I get my client to break down their goals, if you will, into those four buckets. And then I get them to break them down into 90 day increments so that they're actionable and attainable. And so all we did is when, when Andrew handed me the manuscript is I dissected it based on just clarity. So a lot of times when, when you're in the circle, you can't see out. So Andrew knew he wanted to do all of these things, but when he thought about them all collectively, they were way too big. So all I did is I took the individual components of the grand plan, broke them down into incremental action steps, handed it back to him, and he said, oh, I can do this. This isn't that big of a deal. And literally, he, he's accomplished every single thing that was in that seven pages of a legal brief. And it's been, it hasn't even been that crazy. I bet if you look back on it now, Andrew, it wasn't even like, quote unquote, that much work. It took some action steps. Like you didn't just wake up and there was a magic carpet waiting for you, but it wasn't like you, it wasn't like you, you had to do this monumental thing. It was just these tiny little things you did over and over and over again. And boom, you're, you're right where the legal pad said you wanted to be. Absolutely. And you know, the four buckets, um, another exercise that we do, and just for those of you wondering, Jay is still my coach and these are practical things that I do, you know, daily, weekly, and then every three months. And, um, you know, the first thing I do every day when I get up is I hit my knees and pray. Um, and then I meditate and then I journal and part of that journaling is writing out three things that I'm grateful for every day without, without question. Sometimes it's three things, sometimes it's 39 things. Yeah. And then three action steps I'm going to take every day that move me closer towards my goals and desires that I put in those 90-day outcomes. And then what Jay calls the Thrive Three. I give three people high fives or hugs, and then I send three text messages or call three people to let them know I love them, I'm sending them positive vibes, and um, I'm thinking about them. So those, that's how I start my day every day. Um, Jay, anything you want to add to that part? Well, I think what I want to say is this. Don't get overwhelmed by what Andrew just said. Everything he does, could, all of that could be, could be completed in five minutes. So it's not, he's not, he didn't quit work. Like he didn't, he's not on vacation. Like <laughs> this is something that is actionable and can be done on a daily basis. I mean, I, I have this very similar system and I've got it down to an art. I've got it down to a science because it's part of my daily ritual and habits. But some of you guys may be thinking, well, gosh, Andrew must get up at like one in the morning just to get to work by seven or eight. I mean, that's what he's talking about could literally be broken down into a three to five to seven minute time frame depending on how, on how deep in the streets you want to go. If it's on a Sunday morning and you've got an hour, then you can spend a longer time with it. But if it's on Monday morning and you've got five minutes, you could knock out that exact same scenario that Andrew just painted in that five minutes. And really what it is, guys, is it's about creating new habits and new rituals. That's really, the, that's really the crux of that whole scenario that he just painted for you. And it, and it hinges on this. When you have gratitude in your mind and your heart and in your voice and in your actions and in your thoughts, you cannot be a negative, drama-filled, hate-filled individual. The two things don't go together. They're like oil and water. And so all we're doing is starting every day on the right foot. 
That's it. It's a simple little process that if you do, you can kick your day off on the right foot every single day. And Jay, the analogy I use is um, our subconscious is like a, a computer. And so for all those years, like I spoke about earlier, when I was in that dark, dark place and I didn't have the tools to help cope um, and, and I, everything I was, my identity was wrapped up in the external and I had fear, anxiety, resentment. I had all these negative emotions. So then when I go to, to treatment for the alcohol and the drugs, and then the first thing I start to do is I got to reprogram positive inputs and upload positive um, positive affirmations, positive thoughts, positive feelings, fake it till you make it to start uploading positive inputs to replace the negative inputs. Because like Jay said, the daily rituals and habits were so negative for so long that I had to change them one by one slowly, but surely. And uh, I think Jay, you talk about, you know, the neural pathways. Um, yeah. I don't think you meant to do this, but I think you just basically said, Jay, you need to pitch your book, the overweight mind, because what you're talking about is, I mean, I'm exactly what I meant. So, so guys, it, it, so for some of you who don't know me, so I'm the author of my first book is called The Overweight Mind. And so inside of that book, and when you started talking about this, Andrew, I'm like, I wrote a whole chapter on this. So as humans, what we do is we upgrade everything. We upgrade our phones, we upgrade our wardrobes, we upgrade our cars, our homes, you name it, we are upgrade. Jay, would you like to upgrade at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas? Yes, I would. Jay, would you like to upgrade to first class? Absolutely. Jay, would you, you know what I mean? Like the answer is yes. Like we will upgrade everything except what you're talking about, Andrew. And that's the brain. That's the subconscious brain. That's those thoughts. And so I wrote an entire chapter on it because it's the most important thing that we don't upgrade. And so those little upgrades, it's like when you get your iPhone, it's like your upgrade is now available. Those are available for you every single day inside of this three pound monster that sets between your ears. And if you'll take advantage of those upgrades, doing what it is that Andrew said to do, and plus a whole laundry list of other things, and you get this mental game strong, you can't lose, guys. Like, that's the, that's the game changer. That changes everything. Yep. And yeah, Jay's book, The Overweight Mind, The Undeniable Truth Behind Why You're Not Losing Weight, which I alluded to in the intro, just one of many things Jay does which I don't know how he has time for all the things that he does besides winning every award for his gym thrive fitness studio, his podcast thrive forever fit with Jay Nixon. Uh, you're working on book number two, I know. Yes, sir. So let me ask you this, Jay, if people are listening, you know, they hear, you know, we throw, throw the word purpose around, mm -hmm. um, in your life, how do people know when you're living into your purpose and your passion? I'll give you a, a really simplistic answer. And then if we need to go deeper in the streets, we'll do that. So like Andrew said a while ago, every morning when his eyes open, he hits his knees and he prays. Every morning when my eyes open, 3.30 a.m. every day. On Sunday, I might sleep in until 5. That's a, that's a late for me. As soon as my eyes open, I say the words, holy shit, I'm alive. My feet hit the floor and I am ready to rock and roll. Like I get up every day with such a sense of, bliss and joy and excitement. And that lets me know I'm where I need to be. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to a job that I dread. I don't have to go be around people that aren't nice to me. You know, make all the things people do on a daily basis. They have these jobs and these circles of people that they have to be around or they choose to be around and they're not fulfilling. They're not rewarding. They're anything. I'm the luck. Don't tell anybody, but I'm the luckiest dude on the planet. 
Like I've got the best career. I, I, I use the word job. It's not, I don't even have a job, man. It's a joke to say it's a job. Like I am the luckiest dude ever. I get to go and help the most amazing people in the world be more amazing at what they want to be amazing at. It's, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm living the dream. If anybody finds out about it, I'm going to be pissed because they're going to want to do it. But dude, I'm lucky, bro. And so this, this, I, I kind of, you might think I'm joking, but I'm not. That's how you know when you're living on purpose. It's like when, I, when you get up, if you're excited immediately, that means something's going right in your life. If you get up every morning, you're like, oh man, I do not want to go in today. Like I never say that. Six days a week, I go to the studio. I get up at 3.30 in the morning and I never one time do I get up and say, man, wish I didn't have to do this today. I'm like, I am so lucky. Dude, I go to, I'm there at 4 a.m. My clients usually don't start showing up until 5. I pace around the building excited for the first person to pull in the parking lot. Like I'm that pumped about it. Tell me who does that when they go to work. Nobody. Very, 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 very few because they're not living on purpose. They're not living within their passion. All right, Jay. So the question is this. People, if they're not living into their purpose and passion, what steps can they take right now to get started? Cool. So I'm not, I'm not advocating that everyone quit their job today just if, they're, if, they're, if they don't like it. But what I, what I will tell you is this. If you're living a life that's not purposeful, if you're living a life that doesn't feel rewarding, that's not doesn't make you just excited about each and every day, the things we have to do is we, ha- we have to start taking those little tiny action steps that Andrew and I talked about. So this is going to sound crazy, but I would get clarity around what it is that you would like to do. Like what's, where, where does your passion lie? It might be in like, you might want to be like a hot air balloon captain. There's just something about that. When you think about it, you're like, oh man, you get, you get pumped, right? And right now you're an accountant in the thought of like doing like the Pythagorean theorem. Don't even know if accountants do that. I'm pretty sure they don't. Um, <laughs> the thought of that, the thought of seeing an abacus makes you sit to your stomach. But the thought of getting in that hot air balloon, man, just pumps you up. That's a sign. That's the universe, God showing you, telling you that there's something else out there for you. And so what I do is I get my journal out and I journal about what it is I want to get out of life. Like I believe in visualization. I believe in written visualization. I believe in getting really extremely clear because let's don't get this twisted. Even though I've got the best job on the planet, I'm not satisfied. Mm. It can be better. And so I'm still, I'm still in, inside of the work inside of my journal talking about what I want to do for people, how I want my next level of, of being able to provide and serve at the next, at the higher level, because this isn't enough, even though I'm doing, you know, from the outside perspective, looking in, people would say, man, you got, you doing awesome. Like you got the cat by the tail. Like I want more because I know there's more out of life. And so get your journals out, get your gratitude. Like Andrew talked about earlier, set up those simple little steps in your life. And you might be sitting here thinking, Oh yeah, sure. Jay, like, me being grateful and thankful is really going to help me find my dream, dream job. I guarantee it will get you closer than you are today. Because if you're not living in your dream job, I guarantee or you're not having the dream job living on purpose. I guarantee you're feeling some kind of trepidation. You're feeling some kind of drama, anxiety, um, nonsense by getting grateful, by getting thankful, by being the encouraging human being you were meant to be by living your life that way. You're going to get very much closer to where you want to go than where you are now. So you've got to start taking incremental small steps. And Jay, um, another thing that I do that helps me uh, is the weekly RPI. Weekly RPI, uh, reflection, preparation, 
intention. Yeah. So for me, I do that every Sunday night reflection. I reflect back on the previous week of everything that happened, celebrate all the wins and the things that I did well, and maybe outline some opportunities of things I could have done a little bit better. Um, cause for me, you know, if I, if I don't take the time to write out and, and celebrate and, and have something tangible, it shows that I'm doing some kick-ass shit. Right. Um, I, I forget it very quickly. And so just to see it, I think, you know, that positive momentum to build, you know, day by day on that positive momentum. That's not just you. That, that's humans. Like as humans, we, we, we will focus on the stuff that goes bad or goes wrong. And then we'll just, we'll just sweep our, our victories underneath the rug. And so what Andrew's talking about is a thing we do inside of the Thrive Forever Fit program. Every Sunday you do your RPI. So Inside of that, every Sunday, we also, on our, on our private Facebook page, everyone goes in there and posts at least one of their wins for the week. Now, inside of your own journal, you're posting all of your wins. You want to really celebrate everything. And our philosophy is that we don't, as, we don't as humans celebrate anything. We don't celebrate enough. We celebrate like big grandiose, like you got to be married for 50 years to celebrate. I'm like, I'm celebrating tonight. You know what I'm saying? And tomorrow night and the next night, like that's how we have to start living life and, and, and loving life. And what Andrew was saying is that if he doesn't celebrate those wins, he easily forgets them. And then the bigger part is being around a group of like-minded people, like a tribe of individuals that are all celebrating your group. I mean, how powerful is it on Sundays, Andrew, when everybody, 150 people list one win for the week? Yeah. And everybody has a comment of everything they did and celebrating other people's wins are even just as important because that community aspect yeah. and the positive momentum that we're all creating and the ripple effects. Cause it, as you say, we're all energy. hundred percent, hundred percent. And it makes you, I mean, and some people will say this, they'll say, you know what? At least when I started this, it was really hard. Like I couldn't even think of one win. And then I started, then I, then I wrote down one and then I'm like, okay, no, I did win that. And then I got two and then I got three. And now people are like, man, which one do I list? I had like 27 this week. You know, which one, which one do I want to write down? And that's the power of that repetition. That's the power. Of, and it's what you said earlier. You're upgrading your subconscious brain. That's all it is. You're replacing, uh, you're replacing negativity. You're replacing that negative self-talk of being hard on yourself with, hey, man, I'm pretty awesome. Like, I won this week. You know yep. what I mean? And that's vital. It's super crucial. And then the preparation piece of the, the, the P part of the RPI, the preparation for the upcoming week, all the things that um, I have going on, but more importantly, the things that I want to create, right? Yeah. Because you just said, if we're not living into our passion and purpose, what are we doing about it? And by setting that weekly preparation to start to implement things that move us closer into that purpose and passion. And I know for me, I'm a visual person. So when I see what I have coming up for the week ahead, if it's not in alignment, if it's not congruent with, you know, where I want to go and, you know, the, the values that I live by, then I need to scratch it and, and, totally. and not do it. Yeah. The preparation piece is vital because think about it like this. I think Tony Robbins said this and he said, everybody has a list of shoulds and we very rarely get our shoulds, but we always get our must. And so your must are really what you're putting down in your preparation piece because, you know, it's easy not to do a should. I should go to the blank or I should do this. And you're like, well, I don't have to, but if you must do something, you're going to do it. Like you're going to take some action on it. And that's where the preparation allows you to look at that and realize what's a should and what's a must. And then once you identify your must, then you can easily set those action steps on it 
if it's not an alignment, then it's probably just maybe a should. And like you said, you get to strike it off the list. Yep. And you don't waste valuable bandwidth, valuable energy, even thinking about it. Yep. Putting all of your juice into your must. And that's how you get them accomplished. Which ties into the I piece of the RPI, the intention. We only have a certain amount of bandwidth and energy and time. Um, where our intention goes, energy flows. So as I create more positive intentions and move in the direction of where I want to go, the energy takes me towards that, towards where I want to go. Versus if I didn't have that weekly intention, I'd be like a bobblehead at the mercy of the ocean getting battered around because I didn't, you know, we can't get somewhere. We don't know we want to go. A hundred percent. Most people are just floundering through life. They're just going like, uh, well, the wind blows me over here. Okay. I go over here, blows me over here, go over here. And so what Andrew's saying is like by setting an intention, by setting the intention of what is this week going to look like for me? At the end of the week, this is what I'm going to get out of the week. Or what is this interaction going to look like for me? What is this conversation going to look like for me? Like before Andrew and I started this podcast, I know we both set an intention for what we wanted to deliver so that you guys can walk away with valuable, useful information that is hopefully going to hopefully change your life. And that's how, that's how an intention should be used. So Andrew and I both use them on individual basis like this conversation, but also on the grand scheme of this is my daily, weekly, monthly humanistic intention of how I want to be in life. So we got the, uh, the action steps of how, what people can do to apply in their own lives. Very practical, easy to implement tools that people can apply every day the gratitude, the Thrive 3, the weekly RPI, the 90-day outcomes. What else, Jay, can we tell the audience uh, yeah. to help them um, get a little bit closer to the best version of themselves? I got a laundry list of stuff, but let's, just, let's jump in on a couple that, that are really just important to me and, and I think they're just vital and crucial. And I was having this conversation with a client yesterday and it's, it really revolves around your, your circle of success. And so I talk about this a lot. Um, and I do own the URL circle of success.com. I'm not doing really? it with a current. Oh, yes, I do. Who do you think came up with that, my man? Man, I'm proud that's of you. A, that's a Jay Nixon original. Oh, so yeah, own that URL. So something's coming at you guys someday <laughs> for that. Keep you stay ready, <laughs> stay ready. Um, so I think circle of success is so freaking important, and most people don't give it the attention that it deserves and the attention that it needs. And what I mean by circle of success is who are you surrounding yourself with? So Jim Rohn, one of the famous business coaches and mentors, personal development guys said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So let's just expand on that. Whatever, whatever kind of life you're living right now, it's really based on who you're associating with. I always say, show me your friends and I'll show you your success. I'll show you where you're going. I'll show you where you are. I'll show you what your bank account looks like. I'll show you what your, your relationship status looks like. I'll show you what your fitness looks like. You are a direct reflection of your peer group, the people that you are spending the most time with. Most people take that for granted. They're just like, no, that can't be that important. Like, I'm going to be a millionaire someday. And then they look around and all their friends are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, this, is, this, is a, this is a hard truth. And you might, you might disagree with me and you can. If, if I'm wrong, hook me up. I'm easy, hit me up. I'm easy to find. If you want to be a millionaire and your, pay, your friends, the people you're associating with, are making minimum wage, living paycheck to paycheck, you're never going to be a millionaire. If you want to be healthy and fit 
and all of your friends are hanging out at the bar every night, eating chicken wings, hot dogs, and, um, you know, fun dip and all the fun, all the cool stuff, nachos every day, you're never going to be healthy and fit. You're just not. If you want to have a beautiful relationship and you're hanging around people who don't have great relationships, you're not going to have a great relationship. It just is what it is. If you want to be the most spiritual person on the planet, but you're hanging around a bunch of people who aren't, don't even know what that word means, you're not going to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Audit your own circle. This is, this is my tip for you guys. Audit your circle. So if you look again, this is a shameless plug, but inside of my book, The Overweight Mind, I give a, I give a section at the end of that chapter, Circle of Success, on an auditing system. Basically, writing down the names of the people in your circle of success and just putting a simple positive or negative beside their name, meaning does, does having this person in my life get me closer to where I want to go and what I want to be? It's really that simple. And this isn't about like breaking up with people and writing people notes and saying, hey, Jay Nixon and Andrew Schultz say I can't hang out with you anymore because <laughs> I no longer fulfill my needs. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this, the people that are in your inner circle that are so close to you that they, they have your same energy and your same heartbeat. Those are the people that are going to get you where you want to go. So and you don't have to write anybody, Dear John, letters, none of that. You've just got to make sure that if, if you don't have the people in your circle that are in the same vein as what you want to get out of life, you got to go find them. You got to do it. Jay, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about the exact same thing and they felt bad because their family they thought needed to be in their circle of success and they, they're having a hard time separating from their family because the way the family dynamic is doesn't align with where the person wants to go. So, I hear that all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's, it could not be further from the truth. You can love your family to death. I mean, I'm talking love them but they don't have to be in your circle of success. Like if they don't share the same ideals that you share from a business perspective and on the kind of money you want to make, then your family can't be in your circle of success when it comes to your money. If your family has a crappy relationship, like every time you guys get together, there's a drunken brawl in the bathroom (laughs) and you don't dig that and you want to have beautiful, meaningful, loving, caring, high energy relationships, guess what? can't hang around your family that much or you're going to get what they give you. So it just goes to show like you're going to get what you tolerate. And so you can love your family. You can love the people you've always loved. They don't have, that's what I'm saying. This isn't a breakup. It's just, you got to be very, you got to be very focused on who you are spending your time with and who you are allowing to influence your life with their energy. Beautiful. A uh, couple more things, Jay, before we wrap this thing up. Whoa, I, whoa, I, wrap I, it I know, up. I know you're just getting started, bro. I know. I'm, I'm rolling. I know. I know. The All hair right, looks okay. good. You're, okay. you're flowing. You're in your okay. flow. All right. I'm like, wow. Go ahead. Let's keep going. What you got? We'll have episode many more together. All right. You're, you, trust me. You guys heard that. And right, so who um, throughout your life, is there one person that you can reference and point to that has had the biggest impact to helping you get to where you are today? hundred percent. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, can I give a little bit of story to get there? Sure. So I've looking back now, like where I am now, I know what a mentor and a coach and, and all that stuff is. I never really knew before, you know, I was growing up as a kid, like you don't think in terms of like, Oh, this person's my mentor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a lot of those and they were probably like my coaches and my, you know, my people like that in my life. Cause you know, you and I both lived a, a very sports driven youth, if you will. But the person that changed my life 
drastically instrumentally like that is is the reason I am where I am today is my significant other Lori. Um, we we both started the really a, a personal journey, a personal development journey together. But if it wasn't for her, I, she she gave me the vision to be able to see so much more in myself that I never saw. And that's for a whole nother podcast, just based on my, you know, my youth. My dad was killed when I was five. And I had a lot of like anger and I had a lot of fear and I had a lot of like, you know, I was, I was afraid to be vulnerable. A lot of all of these things that you can't get to where I am today without being vulnerable, without getting rid of fear, without, you know, being loving and all those things like that. And, and without like, you know, having gratitude is, is the number one driving force in your life. And she changed me, my man. Like she gave me the opportunity to be the human that I was born to be. And she was the first person um, that I've, that I've ever met. Um, and I've, I've, we've been together for almost 14 years now. Um, so, you know, close to when I was 30, what am I, 44? So close to when I was about 30 years old, she gave me the opportunity to be the person that I was born to be. And I, and I took advantage of it. And I thank God I did. Thank God I met her. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a, a chance meeting. We met in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on vacation. Um, one of my good friends was friends with her sister and we just happened to be there at the same time. And I've loved her ever since. I mean, it's been, it's been that powerful of a relationship. And so there might be somebody in your life, I'm speaking globally to all you guys now, that, that has made that transformation for you, um, that has given you that opportunity. And um, I suggest that if, if you get that opportunity and you haven't had it yet and it comes into your life, grab onto it with both hands and take it because it, you know, there are people out there that can, can do that for you. Love it. All right, Jay. So you wrote book number one. Did it. The Overweight Mind. You got a huge tribe in your program, Thrive Forever Fit. You got a mm -hmm. podcast, Thrive Forever Fit with Jay Nixon. You're a speaker, author, mentor, coach. You're changing the world, positive impact in so many ways and so many lives. What is next? So you, I mean, you mentioned that you let the cat out of the bag earlier. Um, book number two is in, is in play. Um, I'm riding on that joker every single day. Um, I, it's going to be, you know, Book number one is called The Overweight Mind, The Undeniable Truth Behind Why You're Not Losing Weight. But you could really take that subtitle away from it and just call it The Overweight Mind. And the principles and the, the lessons and the actions could really be, you know, used in any facet of life, in the four buckets that we talked about. But what I'm going, what, what's going to happen in book number two is I'm going to go a little deeper in the streets. I'm going to talk about, I'm a big believer in turning tragedy into triumph. And so if you look back on my life, um, my three, you know, I'll just give you a little, I'll divulge a little bit of info. My three father figures, if you will, um, were either killed or died before I was the age of 19 years old. Um, one of them I had to give CPR to on Christmas night, um, and he died of a heart attack that night. My father was killed in a car wreck. Um, his dad died of um, emphysema very shortly after that. So Growing up, man, I didn't have a lot of positivity when it came to like life being beautiful and life being amazing and like having father figures and stuff like that. And so, but I've turned all that around, dude. I've turned, I've taken that tragic youth and that tragic, and I'm using the word tragic in air quotes because as I look back on it, it wasn't a tragedy. It was the absolute path that I was born to live in order to be doing what it is that I'm doing today. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my story and it gets even deeper than that. I mean, that's just, that's just 
touch in the, the surface. I'm going to share a little bit of that story, and then I'm going to give people the, the tips, not even just the tips. I'm going to give them the exact formula that I used to take my life from a perceived tragic existence to the blissful magic that I feel like that I get to live every single day today. And if I can do it, man, anybody can do it. We all go through crap. We all go through junk. We all get hurt. We all feel pain. And all I want to do is, you know, I've, I've learned a few things about myself recently. Um, one is that, you know, there's this thing called the, the human design code. And, and in taking this process and going through it, I, they, the, the teacher let me know that my purpose in life is to create positive tension in the lives of others to help them be what they want to truly be. So you're, you're doing a good that, job like, of that, bro. You're doing a good, <laughs> good job just from personal experience. Yeah. And Andrew will tell you, like, that's my, you know, Lori and I talk about it all the time. Like, I'm not the kind of person that you can be around mm. and not be growing because Absolutely. I will, I will interject positive tension into your life to get to, because I see more in people than they usually see in themselves. And I even thought of this, dude, can I tell you something that I just thought of the other day that I haven't told anybody yet? Please. So I own, I own a gym. I'm a nutrition guy. I have, I'm a coach. I do, like Andrew said, I've written a book. I realized the other day it came to me in the process of writing a second book, what I really do in life. And it's not, I'm not that great of a personal trainer. I'm not that great of a nutrition guy. I'm not really that good at anything, but what I'm really good at, the, the one thing that I am unbelievably, I would say unquestionably the best person that I know at, and that sounds very egotistical and everything, but it's not, but I have an ability to get people to do things that they never believed that they were, they were capable of doing. And I look back and I, don't, I didn't come up with that on my own. It's through the stories of when I, I get a, a, one, a hundred pound lady to pull a sled behind her that weighs 200 pounds for a mile. Mm. It's an unbelievable feat. Like if I just said, hey, you weigh 100 pounds, here's a 200 pound sled. I want you to strap these straps on your shoulders and I want you to go run a mile. I'll see you when you get back. People would look at the average person and be like, I'm not doing that. That's, that's ridiculous. For some reason, man, I get people to do it. And then when they get done with it, there's nothing that they can't do. It's just, it's a metaphor for all of the crap that holds us down in life. Like we have this perception that we can't do things. Like we're, we're a can't society. Yeah. And I, I realized the other day that my, my God-given universal gift is to simply show people that they're capable of doing anything and everything that they could not even fathom that they could do. Well, my man, I moved uh, to San Diego a year ago and that meeting at Bristol farms, you helped flush out and you helped what you just said in my life. You helped me understand that the move back to San Diego um, was feasible. And then I moved to San Diego a year later. I'm getting a little too comfortable. You and I meet a couple of weeks ago. We talk about starting a podcast, start doing more workshops, um, you know, to share my story, uh, kind of like your story of trauma, turning trauma into triumph. Now you and I kind of put together a, a, a roadmap of how I can start to do a lot of the things that um, it's definitely positive tension. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was getting way too comfortable. And so to your point, you're, you're the best at what you just said and, and getting the best out of people and seeing the potential that they don't see in themselves. And I am a perfect example. And that's why I'm having you on because what you've done for my life, what you've done for so many other people's lives, um, 
you are somebody who you're my coach, you're my mentor, you're somebody I look up to and admire a great deal. Um, you are definitely in my circle of success. You are in the front row, always clapping for me. Absolutely. Um, so wrapping this thing up, dude, where can people find you? Dude, I'm easy to find. So, you know, it's my, my program is called Thrive Forever Fit. So just Thrive Forever Fit. And, and let's, I, I don't want people to get derailed in the fit. So what, what, in my mind, what living Thrive Forever Fit really means is that you're living at your best level, your top level self. So yes, it's your health and fitness, but that's not it. Like you can't just be healthy and fit and have it all. Like you've got to have beautiful relationships. You've got to have great spirituality. You've got to have your work and your money lined up and in play. So that's really what Thrive Forever Fit encompasses. So you can find me at thriveforeverfit.com. If you're local to the Palm Desert area, Palm Springs, anywhere, my fitness studio is thrivefitnessstudio.com. Um, the Overweight Mind is theoverweightmind.com. And then you can find me on all social media. I'm uh, jnixon.thrivefitness on Instagram and just jnixon on Facebook. And um, love to connect with anybody out there who, um, who needs some, some positive tension, man. I've got, I've got it to give. Awesome. Well, my man, I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for coming on, sharing your uh, knowledge and wisdom. And hopefully the, the audience has some good takeaways of things that they can apply in their own lives um, that we flushed out. Um, thank you again, my man. And uh, look forward to chatting with you soon, man. I'll be back. All right, brother. Love you. All right, love you, man. Appreciate right. you. See ya. Bye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode with Jay. Please hit me up with any feedback, what you want to see more of, what you want to see less of, anything that resonated. Um, your feedback is crucial in helping improve the podcast. Also wanted to remind everybody about my practice with purpose workshop on October 14th in uh, Carmel Valley at yoga six, um, two to four 30, uh, hour yoga flow, 15 minute meditation, and then 75 minutes of personal development. Uh, my goal is to bring together an inspiring group of people for community connection and purpose and spread the ripples of kindness and compassion and have a positive impact on as many people as possible together. So check that out. You can sign up online at the mind body app, or you can register at the front desk the day of the event. So hope to see you there and chat with you soon. Thanks.